Yeah, yeah, he's he's out. He's uh, yeah, re-injured his knee in the uh, St. Mary's game, so he's done for the season. Hopefully, we can get it evaluated and get him on the road to recovery. Surgery. We don't know yet. We're we're still trying to. Uh, he's got a couple um, different kind of doctors kind of looking at the MRI and trying to come up with what's the best solution. So, Dave, if South Dakota's coach, South Dakota State's coach, called you and said, "How did you beat the Zags?" What would you tell him? Wow. You know, I mean, I I think that there's. So many, you know, uh, you know, kind of X and O things that you try to that you can talk about that will that can help you maybe beat them. But you know, the, the most important thing is to try to get a couple of the guys uh, out of the game. You can't let Karnowski get deep and catch the ball uh, low and, and score because that's they, they're so dependent on that. When they get into stretches uh, where they're having a hard time scoring, and that's so it's, it's so much easier said than done because he's such a good player, um, you know. And then uh, I think that you, you've got to be able to, um, you know, kind of spread them out a little bit because when they get when they get in the rhythm of their offensive sets and the rhythm in transition. Um, you know they're just they're just really good. They got so many weapons and so many guys. But probably what I would honestly say is hopefully you catch them on a bad night. You one thing that you said right after the game was that you put some pressure on them that you got ahead of them and, and made them actually for maybe the first time. Yeah, and I, I think that that's probably not as uh, not as big as a, a deal now as it was then. You know because they, they had so many games where. They were undefeated, and then they hadn't been behind. And you know, the the conference tournament it tested them pretty good. And so I think they've uh, they I think they're even better now than they were you know two or three weeks ago. So, Dave, you've been to so many Final Fours, played in. Do they have what it takes to, to go all the way and get right to that final game? Well, I think I think they have what it takes. Okay, the the the, the question is, you know, who's going to actually who's going to do it? And I think there's probably you know, I look at that, uh, that that bracketing this year, and I think every region has maybe, <laughs> we can, you know, honestly, you can see maybe three or four teams that could actually put it together and, and get to the Final Four. Um, you know, the one region with you know, UCLA and Kentucky and North Carolina, I mean, there's uh, obviously a group of guys there that um, could get there. And I think Arizona's a team, at Notre Dame, those are – you know, Mark's going to – his guys are going to have to play really well. And if they do play consistently, play four really good games, I think they'll win all four. What's the significance of postseason play for this group, considering that they're all pretty much in the game? Well, this, this – you know, as disappointed as we were uh, in our performance last week, I think that um, for this group might be the best NIT – uh, invitation that we've had just because there is such a um, you know a young group that is returning we've had young groups in the NIT and a lot of them been going on missions or whatever was going to happen last year we you know we lost five I think of our top eight players off that team 
this group we anticipate that there'll be maybe six of our top eight or seven of our top eight maybe back next year so um, you know that's a that's a good and, and, and you know you look at the NCAA bracket this year there's nine teams that I counted that were in the NIT last year with a young group with four or more of their top eight returning so I think that it's uh, it, it's really important for these guys to be able to uh, you know, get back in the gym at this time of year. It feels different. Um, it is different. The weather's different. Everything's different. And in, in, in you know, you're, you're past your, your conference, your conference tournament. Now you need to be able to refocus and find a way to uh, to play some of your best basketball. And hopefully, hopefully that's what this group experiences through this. Is hard making a switch from a style of play from the West Coast Conference to somebody completely differently? Well, this will be different. These guys are. Uh, fast-paced, up-tempo team, shoot a lot of threes. They do most of it in transition, not late in the shot clock like our league. Our league shoots a lot of threes, but it's usually after, you know, eight, nine, ten passes. These guys, you know, really push it up. Transition is going to be a big key for us tomorrow, uh, and we're going to have to be, be good in locating shooters. Uh, this number one, <laughs> Neil, he, he is uh, he's quite a guy. I mean, he can really um, – you know, take that ball off the, the ball screen and get anywhere he wants on the floor, and he can score it himself. Um, and then Hervey, the player of the year, is has got great size, great skill. Should be a should be, you know pretty exciting game. How do you think uh, UT Arlington was able to be a team like St. Mary's? You know, it was interesting. You, you, I've watched that obviously now two or three different times from different perspectives. You know, the first time we. Heard that it, it happened, so we watched it early, and then when we were preparing for him, watched it, and now watching it to to, to, to play Arlington, and uh, you know St. Mary's got a lot of good looks in that game, and they just missed them, and they didn't, they didn't have a lot of games like that this year. Well, obviously, they only lost four times, but uh, what they did is I think they hurried, they hurried, they sped them up pretty good. It's a defensive team that is really fundamentally sound and active and athletic. With good size, uh, they they kind of pushed him around a little bit, and and uh, and St. Mary's you know didn't really respond well, and they kind of panicked a little bit and got sped up. And they're really good in their pace, but if you get them in a different pace, uh, they weren't nearly as good that night. Reed, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, Illinois State's coach threw out a challenge on Twitter that they would play anybody home and home in the country, and they had a pretty good RPI. Would, and Ole Miss, I guess, took the bait. Would you ever consider doing that as a team? Well, I think that for the last ten years that we've uh, we've probably called upwards of a hundred schools in power conferences every year, trying to schedule home and homes, and uh, we're having a hard time now getting guarantee games for a one-shot deal at their place. So uh, I understand his pain. I understand how he feels, and. Uh, I don't, I don't, I'm not on, you know, social media, and so, but if I was on social media, I would definitely re retweet, is that what you do, you retweet it, for me, I would retweet it, yeah. With Eli out, you're going to reinvent your rotation again, what's it going to look like? Yeah, we'll put Dav in there, and, uh, you know, give, uh, give him his first start, I mean, he might have started another game in the year, I don't know, but... Uh, I think we're used to this now. We've been doing this for a while, so I think that this is more normal than abnormal. What would you feel like will give your team the edge over the tournament? Well, I, you know, I think the the pace of the game uh, hopefully will be at at our 
comfort level. You know, I, I do believe that. Uh, um, you know, we we, we got to play. We got to play inside out and, and use our bigs. Their guards are good. Their bigs are strong and physical. They're not real deep there, and and hopefully we can you know really get the ball inside and and then play from there. Have the ball move, pop, get it in, get it out, pop it around. But uh, hopefully our our big guys will play well in this game. You're without Bryant. What do you think that UTA loses without Jones? In there? Well, he's a good player, and it's it, it, it it's you know it could be some of the reasons why. They're not in the NCAA tournament. They were the number one seed going into that tournament of theirs in Sunbelt and lost him. Uh, and he's a, he's he's one of those guys that is, it, it just fits really well with their team. He scores 10 or 12 points a game, but defensively he's really solid, and, and uh, you can tell that the experience that he has, they, they really missed in that, that Texas State game. Um, you know, I, I think that if you compared – uh, the two probably be pretty similar. What they lost and what we've lost, and we'll tee it up and see how it works. What's the, what's the mood and uh, temperature of your team after leaving Las Vegas? How have you gauged that? What have you seen? It's much better today, and that's you know I think it increasingly got better every day. I think that uh, um, you know th those are th those are always tough uh, times to. To recover from, but especially when, you know, you you, you just you know, we we played as poorly as we did in that game, and uh, so hopefully our guys will be excited to get back out and get playing. It's been a long, long week. Glad we got a game. With, with the game moving, being moved back to 9 p.m., it probably hurts your crowd a little bit. Mm -hmm. Do you have any say at all, or do you just pretty much? Do we it? asked them if, if if there was any other options, and <laughs> they told us it was not. And it's in interesting to me because. Sometime this morning, 10.30, 11, I don't know, 11.30, I, 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 I'm reading a, a deal that comes uh, on the internet. I'm just looking at it. It says Syracuse game canceled. So I go to the article, and I'm reading it, and in my mind I go, man, someone's going someone's to take a hit on this, some other team. It was us. And I didn't think of it. I mean, come on. There's all the way across the country, but it got us, got our time slot. So they're 9 Eastern, we're 11 Eastern. Coach, with Utah canceling the series and regular season, were you deep down hoping for maybe a better shot than in the championship game to play? Um, you know, I, I, I felt like there was, you know, a, a chance that that could happen. And if it did happen, I think that, uh, you know, I think the whole state of Utah had been excited to have a chance to see that game. And uh, But uh, somehow it ended up as uh, a long shot, and hopefully we both – get there and get a chance to play. It would be a long ways away from the state of Utah to play that game, but I bet a lot of people would come watch it. Anything else? Did the experimental rule changes for the team with the shot clock resetting to 20 in the front court and then fouls resetting at the 10-minute mark, does that change how you plan for the game with that taking place? I just, I, I just hope I understand them. And, you know, I'm not nervous when the guy tells me that you know we have too many fouls or not enough fouls or – I guess they'll reset it, and so your first foul after the 10-minute isn't a shooting foul, even though it's the sixth or the seventh or whatever the number is. So I, it, it it seems to me like, well, if they if, if this is the experimental rule to, to do, then we, well, why wouldn't we just have a 10-minute quarter and a 10-minute quarter and a 10-minute quarter and a 10-minute quarter? 
this is the little so so we're, we're going to be playing the game and at 1002 10 uh, 959 I'm going to be nervous for the guy who's supposed to reset the fouls <laughs> that's what I'll be nervous about